You are listening to Fat Mouth. You are listening to Fat Mouth. Right, what are we doing? You've got notes and everything. Okay. Oh. They're actually kind of like the notes I had from before because I took notes of what you were saying mm. and then I spoke to Chelsea about your notes and then she was like, she came to me of her ideas of what could be added to it. Okay. Um, she really liked the one about self-love. Oops, sorry. That's right. And social media yeah. making self-love. Oh, she was saying social media makes self-love become very competitive. Mm. So, like, you know how people be like, oh, I'm going to this hotel for, for self-love. For myself. Yeah. I'm go- and it's like, are you doing it for self-love or are you doing it for show? Yeah, is it now just for yeah, show? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, still love that's myself it. at this point? Yeah, that's it, that's it. Um... And you know what that self love topic, yeah? I've thought about you know this whole thing that's going on with Aisha Curry very lately. No, you can elaborate. <laughs> Basically, she was like on Red Table Talk, um, okay. and she was saying that basically obviously she's been with Steph Curry for from for a long time since she was a child yeah and she was saying oh you know with Steph he gets like all of the all of this like um all of this attention and he gets all of the like kind of basically clout women are always throwing themselves at him kind of thing but then on the opposite side there's me and I don't get any attention I don't get any love from men I don't get any men like men looking at me and it makes me feel insecure oh. and it's that thing about self-validation, number one. And then there's another thing I feel like, you know when people are like in relationships from when they're quite young? Mm. And you never... Because I feel like if you're young, everyone goes through that stage of of needing validation from outside sources. It's only once you start, you begin to grow out of it, hopefully anyway, a lot of people grow out of it, mm. and start realising that inward loving yourself inward is what, you know, what make sense kind of thing what you should be doing but everyone goes through that stage of like oh you know if a guy thinks I'm cute then I think I'm cute and I feel like because she's only been with Steph Curry for the whole time she's never had the experience you know like when people are growing up and they're just like you've never had that experience of being single and doing your thing you've only been with this guy and now this guy he's become like a super successful person and then you're feeling like you're kind of lacking behind like you're just kind of there as the homemaker, the wife, the overlooked person, but you're not actually deep in that, you know, there's more to you. Because I don't think she'd develop herself outside of him. She's always been with Steph Curry. Yeah. So that is her identity in some sense. So it, it, it does create a problem. It just had me thinking about it. And I was just like, yeah, man, this girl, it's, I felt really bad for her because I feel like this is what happens when you don't grow in yourself person, yeah. yeah and you just jump into a relationship obviously she was young when she jumped in you're not going to predict this stuff but you end up being in a relationship with someone for years and you're just like oh okay so who am I and if she knew who she was she wouldn't be thinking about I need other guys to validate me the guy he he sees in you what all these other guys were not seeing you they'll treat you like crap so what are you looking outside for so she doesn't do anything other than be his wife like she doesn't she doesn't I mean she probably business. has a business she probably has something but in terms of like the yeah, probably the, the, she probably I don't know what she does I don't know anything about her but it's like people just know her as like Steph Curry's wife Steph Curry's baby's mother's like she seems like she's a good wife and stuff like that um, I'm sure she does other things but I think with the whole perspective of like other men don't holler at me is like why do you need that validation why yeah, is it that married. you're not yeah you're in a relationship with a guy that seems to adore you and does everything for you and it's like i don't know if he does everything for her but like he financially seems like they're quite stable and everything mm-hmm. 
I was thinking, like, what, you know, what are you looking outside for? It's like you never, she never had those experiences of being heartbroken by stupid men. <laughs> like, what are you searching for? I don't get it. You know, it's things about validation. Love yourself, man. But that reminds me of, like, you know when people, um, they get married and they get married quite young and then the guys feel like, oh... I'm trapped. Yeah. I need to, I need to explore. Go yeah, out there literally. There's not all yeah. these girls coming at me and then they feel like they're missing out but then once they experience that, they realise they destroyed what they had before. Exactly, and it was a good thing. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly. And so midlife crisis as well, you may very, feel like very you haven't true. done everything you need to do. Yeah, which I think that's probably what it is for her, especially because, like, she's just been in that relationship the whole time. I mean, Steph's been in that relationship the whole time as well, but... Mm. And no one knows how he feels. He's never, he's never actually come out and said, oh, this is how I feel. I want to, like, spread my whole wings and fly. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, he's never said anything like that. So we don't know. He might be feeling exactly the same way as she is. But I know that he was being, like, he was being really supportive of her and stuff like that. So I'm, I don't know. People just, they just do their own thing, innit? A hundred percent. Okay. Um, so this is our first podcast. Uh, this We are... Two out of three of Fat Mouth <laughs> right now. And I am speaking. I am Yelsha. Hello. And then this is... Hi, I'm Mary. Great. <laughs> and we're just going to get right into it because this is the first time we've ever done a podcast and we're very new to this. So. Yeah, so we're just going to, you know, see how it goes. Hopefully it'll go well. <laughs> um, Mary, do you want to start it off? Yeah, so basically the topic that we are discussing today is about self-love, um, I guess the impact of social media, um, and, you know, how... What does it mean to um, to actually love yourself? So when it comes to self-love, um, it's something that's very difficult to achieve in my books, and I think that... When you when it gets to social media, it's made to seem like something that's very simple. Okay, you just love yourself, and you know life will be perfect when you love yourself. But when you think about it, there's a lot of work that goes into um, understanding who you are, understanding your background, and um, you know, kind of uh, f- figuring out like what you want, what brings you peace in life. And I think that it's um, it's a big issue when you kind of reduce, when people reduce self-love into something that is very, I don't know, uh, massages and um, and foot rubs, it's self-love. But when you think about it, it's the emotional, psychological work that you have to do on yourself that is kind of a daily battle. Do you and know it's, what? Hang on, sorry. And it's funny you say that, because I just typed into, like, self-love in dictionary. Mm. And the first, well, the three top things... First one is the instinct by which one's actions are directed to the promotion of one's own welfare or well-being, especially an excessive regard for one's own advantage. The oh. second one is conceit and vanity. Oh. And the third one is narcissism. That's interesting. <laughs> narcissism? Narcissism. But exactly, like, you know how you was talking about social media and, like, foot rubs and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Like, that person that might be like, oh, I'm going to go to the hotel, I'm going to get this lavish room. Yeah. <clears throat> And then show it for the rest of the world. But yeah. really, internally, have you done the, any work on yourself? Yeah. You're just kind of like, saying... That's just one moment. Yeah, exactly. And also, I feel like it might... I, I had the idea that it would give a false perception of what self-love could be. Mm-hmm. So, say, for example, if you're always watching an influencer on... Well, it may not be your influencer, but an influencer in person. Like, yeah, yeah, Or what yeah. their role is, what they think their role is. They're always going to these lavish places. What if I, as a person, I can't afford that lavish exactly like exactly so, does that mean you're excluded from yeah. self-love yeah so that, that's funny then because then it becomes like a classist issue kind of thing yeah. it's like so if i'm not able to afford to live that kind of lifestyle 
what do I do then? Yeah, <laughs> what do am I, I do really like? loving myself that I can't yeah. dedicate that much amount of money to and and course. time to myself? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> actually, yeah, it's funny that you say that because, like, you know, recently I don't know if you heard about the whole Steve Harvey thing, but no. Steve Harvey came out and he was saying, "Oh my gosh, you know." People who, I mean, what he said was not entirely wrong because I think that people do this, but I don't think it's to their benefit. Um, he said if you sleep um, eight hours a day or if you're sleeping eight hours a day, then <clears throat> you're not grinding enough. As millionaires and rich people, we're not spending our time sleeping <laughs> and no. we're out there grinding That's and we're toxic. not really... Yeah, exactly. It's literally such a toxic idea. Um, but I know obviously a lot of people were very upset at it and some people were saying, you know, well, I mean, it's the truth, it's the truth. But I was thinking, you know, if you are saying even in something that's that's that small in that instance if you are promoting self-love and you're promoting um like just a good mental structure mm. sleep is one of the most important things that you could have like it's one of the most important things to, to like have you function properly as a human being if you want to be successful i don't believe in the idea that you have to for forfeit your sleep i think it's something that's so important and i feel like people are basically um, kind of damaging their mental health and damaging their own like mental well-being just so they can be doing image <laughs> of I am always on the grind I don't sleep but then if you are it's like basically like for example when I when we were in uni mm. some people would be like at the library you know you post up a picture I'm at the library right Oh, but yeah. then you're not really doing anything. Like, if you're tired, what kind of information are you going to get really into your head? You're going to learn that information and then you're going to wake up the next day and not going to remember anything. So it's kind of the same thing. You have to apply it in life. If you're sleeping, I mean, if you're not sleeping, like if you're tired and doing something, the effort and the output that you're going to put in to doing that thing is going to be so much reduced and what you're going to reap from what you sowed is going to be not as good of, as good of a quality of if you just took rest and you know kind of prepared yourself mentally for what you're doing so this is like sort of topics but, no, no, but, it's, but, I thought I just but like, <laughs> like still like in line with it i do understand because like when i studied fashion design at uni and yeah. a lot of the time it is time that you put into it so it wasn't there's no book that you could read for you to get the result that you need you yeah. actually had to physically be there in the sewing rooms or be there in the library creating your portfolio your sketchbooks mm. and i felt like a lot of the time people would make you feel not irrelevant but not as hard working as another person if you mm -hmm. didn't dedicate and lose sleep the way they did. Yeah. So at, towards the end, like especially towards the deadline, it became a competition. So yeah. who, who's who's sleeping less? Yeah, yeah. Who's taking the most caffeine pills? Yeah. Who's, who's about to have a mental breakdown? Mm -hmm. If you're at this case, you've been working hard and yeah. you're going to get that grade. And if you're not even halfway there, you you've done nothing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like yeah, it made you feel really bad about not being able to be in the library like that. But at the same time, I can't stress my brain like that because i'm not taking in anything exactly I, like i could lose sleep so much but it's like the work that i put out might be still That's just crap yeah, yeah exactly it might just be nonsense that you've just put out and you're like i remember it's <laughs> it's funny because um when we were at university i used to take well in my final year uh everybody was like kind of i don't know if you know what modafinil is it's like 
it's a bit like Ritalin. <laughs> so All these it, drugs, I don't know. <laughs> it, it basically is meant to keep you awake. What, like the caffeine pills? It's it not a caffeine pill. Okay. It's um, it's basically for people that have like ADHD, but uh-huh. it keeps you awake kind of thing. So you can write an Jeez. essay. Well, not speed. <laughs> exactly speed. No, but basically, it just basically just kept you awake. So you just like you're awake. But then in the in the being awake, I wasn't really doing anything. I was just like be awake, go to the kitchen, go and do this, and speak to my housemates, and I would do some work. But then I couldn't sleep. So the whole time I would maybe sleep like four or five hours, and my output was crap. I'd write like maybe two or three paragraphs in the time that I'm awake for extra. Mm. And you think to yourself, why are you taking this? Because it's not really benefiting you in any sense. Mm. I mean, there's some people that, you know, they will take it and they'll be like, yeah, okay, I've done this, blah, 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 blah. And then when you read it back, you're just like, what the hell? Like, this is just like a, a tired person writing nonsense. Like, if you think about it, it's just, yeah. So, you know, university kids, <laughs> take care of yourself, innit? Sleep well. I found a lot of people lying as well about their process. So yeah, that yeah, person, yeah. just because of the trend was to be sleep deprived, they'll be like, yeah, I've been doing this, I haven't slept for 10 days, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But actually, in real reality, they've been working on this project three months ahead of you. Yeah. So they've got immaculate like time management. Yeah. But just for the trends, they're pretending they'll be like, oh my God, yes, yes. And yes. that also messes up with your... These fake people, man. Put them all in the bin. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, um, let's divert the conversation towards um, self-love. Okay, so a question that I had posed um, before, I've got like a little blog, it's called Lakaith, and the question that we had posed before was... Um, you know, what does it mean to, uh, what does self-love mean and what does it mean in a relationship? Like, what is, how does it present itself in a relationship? And I think it's a question that is multi-dimensional. It's not something that, you know, one or two people can answer, but for us, or for me, I should say, um, when I think about self-love and your self-worth, it's really to do about, you know, what are you willing to tolerate as a human being? Um, do you know what you are willing to tolerate? Or are you kind of just still uh, figuring it out? Um, some things that we thought well, that we thought about is like how some women, and I guess some men as well to, to an extent, are afraid to ask for more um they're afraid of being there's a fear of like being lonely so if you ask for more if you ask for more respect if you for example you started off in a situation when you were just having sex with somebody you caught feelings and now you're scared if i say something this guy's going to disappear from my life but why are you scared um do you not think that you're enough to be with this person and if that person does not believe that you're enough you have to kind of just be like okay so i'm not your cup of tea but I'm my own cup of tea. You have to understand that, you know, even though that person does not value you or they don't see the value in you, you have to see the value in yourself. And I think that's a really difficult process. It's a really difficult mindset to get into. But, you know, even with, like, the whole... I, I'm not sure if it's my personality, but I'm probably just human like everyone else. Mm. I do like clarity, but I like it in words, like black and white don't yeah. give me a whole essay about how life should be or how life could so wishy-washy be wishy-washy crap yeah. yeah tell me yes or no yeah 
And I feel like people, or especially guys, they find it hard to give you that actual answer. Like, yes. If I'm here like, oh, so what is this? Where is it going? They'll be like, oh, you know, I just want to take it like a breeze. I, <laughs> I want to see how it goes. Oh, let's go. see how you go. These men, let's <laughs> see how you go, men. Run away. <laughs> Run away. Because if he's doing see how you go, he's not serious. You don't know what he wants. And he probably don't know himself either. And yeah, that's a, that's, that's a really good point because it's like, People are very wishy-washy. I mean, the guy could be like, okay, she's a nice girl. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Like, you could... But don't have that conversation in your head. Have it with me. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, a lot of people come to conclusions by themselves. Yeah, and that's true. it's kind of like, you're at fault for not being able to understand or unravel their... Their, their, their thought process, yeah. yeah. It's like... I'm and then they say women are complicated, but yeah. men are equally as complicated. Yeah, they don't want to be upfront about things, which I mean, it's not, it's not the, it's not very fair. And I think if people were more honest mm. in situationships and more honest in saying to somebody, yeah, like yo, you know, I like maybe it's like okay, I like the sex, but when it comes to you as a person, I'm not feeling. I'm it. not feeling it. Like I'm not feeling. But they're scared, you know, because if they actually said that. You'd walk away. Yeah. yeah. They, don't, they, don't, they don't want to lose that. They don't yeah. want to be like, oh, now I'm left with nothing. I should have just kept quiet. Like, yeah. But you never know who might stay. Someone might just be like, okay, cool. Well, then I'll stick with you mm-hmm. while the sex is good. Well, for now. Uh, whilst I find someone else. Yeah. yeah. And then once that relationship blooms, you can go. <laughs> yeah. you, know I mean? you never know. You never know. That's what I say like, to guys. Like, just be upfront. You never know what the girl is on. She could just be on, I want to, you know, I want to beat. And let's leave it as that. And some some people are like that. Some people are not in the space for a relationship all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me as well, I think, you know, loving yourself has to do with uh, like a part of self-evaluation. It's kind of forgiveness, um, which is something that people don't think of a lot of the time. Um, but, you know, you know when you make bad, bad decisions in the past, there has to be a level of forgiveness. You need to let things go. Um, and a part of it is to do with forgiving yourself for maybe being a bit stupid being a bit naive and putting yourself in a situation that you shouldn't have put yourself in um you know you have gone there with the same person ten thousand times your girls are now tearing their hair out saying why you know you you look back on that stuff and you say to yourself when the when the situation eventually ends okay so what did i do wrong in that situation and then you take what you did wrong you internalize it you say okay cool i did that and then you let it go you understand that you've learned a lesson um, and now you need to move on from it and you forgive yourself for keep for the fact that you kept going back. Um, I think a lot of the issue with some people, they never, um, first of all, evaluated what they did wrong in the relationship. And second of all, they never really forgave themselves for being, you know, for kind of being duped sometimes or they never forgave themselves for the things that they did. Like, if you cheat on somebody and then somebody cheats on you, you may, you may be thinking, oh, but maybe I deserved it because I didn't treat that person, no. that other person so badly. I mean, I'd so well or mm. whatever. Um, and I think in those kind of situations, you need to let it go. Like, you need to be understanding that, okay, I made a mistake. I did what I did in the past. And now it's time to be, you know, to be forward thinking and 
kind of evaluating your life in a different way. But I feel like a lot of people are so quick to rationalise negative behaviour. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, for example, you see someone doing something and they continue to do it to you. Yeah. And when you finally get out of that situation, you get into a similar situation, again, with a different person, you may take all the traits that had nothing to... Like, say, for example, their age or where they lived or how the money they had. Mm-hmm. You might take those three things rather than being... Actually, it's an error in that personality, the yes. way they treated me, the way I allow them to treat them. You, they ignore the, all that. And then when it gets to the next person and they're still treating them that way, then they'll be like, oh, but maybe it's his age or yeah, his home. Yeah, and you never yes, actually yes. get to the core, the core of it because you're always trying to rationalise that person's, like... Why they're doing it yeah, kind of thing. Well, you're, then, you're kind of explaining their flaws instead yeah. of being like, no, there's a problem with you. Like, yeah. there's a, there are certain people that are carrying a lot of baggage in this London that we live in. Uh, I remember very recently, about, what, two months ago, I was seeing this guy. I just met him outside of church. And we started to talk or whatever, whatever. Did he go and to your church? No, no, no. He was just, like, walking past. Oh, and then he was just like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. We just, like, shuffled a conversation. Got my number. Changed, exchanged numbers. We started talking. And then very quickly, I started to notice things about this guy that was a bit like, oh, my God. I'm a bit scared of you. Because the first time we spoke, it was fine. Like, we met up, chatted away, blah, blah, blah. And then something happened where... Um, he did something that was like, uh, I think it was, uh, I think he was like, he went through, I must have messaged him the day before and I said to him, I don't know, we'll have a conversation. Then he just didn't message me until like the next, very next day. So the next day, I just didn't bother responding. I was just like, I kind of was like, let me just take a step back because I don't know if you're being serious or if you're trying to play games. You know, these people, sometimes they don't want to be like messaging you. So I wasn't, I was just kind of like taking a breather from it. And I didn't think that it was, taking a breather was that serious of a thing to do. Um, And then the guy said to me, oh, I think, he texted, like, double text me, was like, you're being petty, you're being petty, and I was just like, what? <laughs> like, I, I literally was like, and I, said, I literally said to him, like, I'm taking a breather, I didn't think it was that serious, I'm just taking a step back, mm. because how can I message you, and you don't Response, communicate yeah. the, the whole day, and then you want to pop up, like, oh, like, hey, we're good, like, you're not doing, popping in and out of my life, we're not doing that, so if I see it at first instance, cut out. I'm going to cut out, or I'm going to be like, wait, is this guy being, like, why is he being weird or kind of thing? Um, then the guy would just start being like, oh, like, you're being petty. And then when I explained myself, he was just like, oh, that's just being stupid. And I said to him, like, this is the problem when you come across people that want to invalidate your feelings. Mm-hmm. And if you respect yourself enough, you will not let somebody else do that to you. You would just be like, okay, I've just told you I didn't like what you did. Just be like, oh, he was just like, but I apologise, you just get over it. Who who are you to tell me when to get over something? Bro. If I want to sulk, if I want to be in a corner, let me be in a corner. I'll figure my own thing out and come back to you when I want to. And it wasn't like I was ignoring you for like airing all your messages, doing all that. I would just take took a breather for like five hours, leave me alone. But that's how they pattern your feelings though, because they, yes. they understand how to cool you down. And then they always do the same thing up to that point. Yeah. And then they know how to ring you back. Yeah. Like, for example, the, today I was on the phone to my friend. And she's she's not with the guy, but she was with him. So they're yeah. kind of, like, trying to sort out whatever they're dealing with. Mm. And they were supposed to meet on Thursday. And he kind of waited all the way up into the point. Like, he knows that they're having issues and that she really wants to talk about it. Yeah. And he's like, no, I will see you. I've got, I'll make time for you, blah, blah, blah. It got to about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, oh, no, I don't have time for you today, but I'll come see you on Sunday. Sunday, definitely. Mm. On, so she was just like, no, do you know what, forget, I'm going to my friend's house, but then he picked her up from the friend's house and they had that little talk and it's like, no, I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. 
today is Sunday, right? Yeah. They're supposed to meet. He messaged her at 12 o'clock saying... Yesterday she was asking, where are we going to meet? Where are we going? What time? Yeah. 12 o'clock, he was like, Shepherd's Bush. She was like, okay. <laughs> what time? Like, <laughs> no response. Yeah. Like, up until three hours later. And she's calling him, like, ten times. She's like, what are we doing? Uh-uh. Where are we going? You're wasting my day, kind of yeah. thing like that. And she proved that he was on social media. So he was liking the picture. Or he was responding This is to like, something. this is, what's the point? He gets back to me. He's like, oh, I was sleeping. But I'm not ready to get up now, so I'll message you later. And she's like, what do you mean message me later? Like, what is wrong with saying yeah. the time? He's like, oh, is there somewhere you need to be? Because if you need to do something, go do it, and then I'll message you later. The disrespect... It's just not serious, yeah. He's not serious, I don't care. And the effort that you put into that care. message of saying the location, you could have been like, Shepherd's Bush, but I'm not uh, ready to get yeah, up yet, yeah. so after five, I'll get back to yeah. you. Do you get what I mean? If like, you can. And that's the thing that, you know, when we talk about men and women, I don't think that men and women are that different, because at the end of the day, I don't know, when you see the guy that is in love with somebody, he'll be going hard. Like, he'll be... Hard, riding hard for that girl. He'll be going out of his way, doing all these things for her. So I don't think that men and women are that different when they'll be like, you know, men, they're just like, they're not as emotional. They don't want to show their feeling. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when a guy truly cares, like I've, I've got, well, I've got three brothers, obviously, as you know, but <laughs> with them, when they meet the, like, when they meet girls, like my brother who will go above and beyond for a girl who's trying to court, for a girl trying to be with. Yeah. So when I look at that and I'm thinking, well, so you guys are not as different as, you know, as these guys in the streets will make you want to believe that, yeah. oh, you know, a woman will go out of her way for a guy, but a man, you have to chase him. It's yeah. like, what's, what's like, all of that? Like yeah. What's all of that about? Like, that's not... It's me and I don't agree with that. Yeah, people meet each other halfway. It's just, it's not... Uh, it's only if like there's something wrong with that person and I think that a lot of times guys they want to um they want to like reflect their negative behaviors like gaslighting so they want to be like gaslighting you into believing that you're doing something wrong uh where actually it's to do with them that you're the one that's doing something that's really weird because going back to the that guy um what happened is when we were speaking he was like, oh, you know, I don't know what kind of guys that you talk to. Um, I feel like you've got, like, a lot of baggage. You've, you're trying to pin this on me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, when you're... There's there's a different thing when you've been in a relationship, you've just come out of a relationship, you've jumped into another one. Yeah. But when you've been single for some time and you've had some clarity and somebody... And you have, like, peace of mind mm-hmm. and then someone comes into your life and it starts to disrupt that peace of mind, you know that that's the stress. Yeah, that is, that is a person that's causing it and what they're doing is causing it. So if I bring it to your attention, don't try to gaslight me and say, oh, I think that you've got some baggage because I think that you're the problem with... you. The other person who has baggage. Um, and then he got very aggressive, like... so. I will say to him, like, I remember once I was like, um, we made a joke. I think um, he was like, oh, I'm going to do something, but it used, like, some sort of acronym for it. Mm. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? And then I said, like, what does that mean? And then he was just like, it's, he said whatever he said, and he was just like, you know, people that are immersed in British society would know that. And I was just like, huh? 
that is so freaking rude. And I said to him, like, why are you being so rude? Like, why are you acting like I'm trying to draw you out by saying that? Mm. Um, and then he was just like, well, you know, I feel like... he. I guess it was a ho- holding on to the previous conversation that we had had. And I said to him, like, you know, you have a problem. Yeah, I feel like, I said to him, you have a problem. Like, when someone says something to you, you believe that they're trying to draw you out. They're trying to, and you're, and it was basically trying to, like, pattern my behavior. Like, trying to make me, like, shout me down and shut me down kind of thing. We had a conversation after that. Um, This is, like, basically one of the last conversations that we ever had. And during that conversation, he got so disrespectful. He was like, you're being stupid. You're so dumb. He was, like, calling me, like, all these names. And I was just like, making all these, like, assessments. This guy I'd known him for, like, three or four weeks. Making all these judgments on my character for somebody that I did not know. Mm. I don't know you from Adam. I've never said anything about you to say, like... You're dumb, blah 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 blah. But I just felt that. Me like yeah, I felt like he was just trying to be like, oh, if I crush your, if I crush your sassiness, yeah, I'm then I'm gonna be on top. We're not doing alpha dog. Like this is not how it working here. <laughs> not today. We're not doing that. At the end of the day, I'm coming to you respectfully. You come back to me respectfully. It's simple as that. If you don't know how to do, we can take your bullshit elsewhere. I don't care. I experienced that on two 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 occasions. Like one was last week, maybe Thursday, probably Thursday. Yeah. And this guy that I'd met at out when we went to Brock out. Yeah. He wanted to dance with me. I just didn't feel like in the mood was dancing with anyone. Yeah. But he somehow persuaded me and then he was like, oh, can I get your Snapchat? Which I'm like, mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure I rolled my eyes when I gave it. So, <laughs> yeah. don't tell shit You were the one. Oh, no, cool. So anyway, this guy's messaging me, but it's like a message a day. Yeah. So it's like, hi. And I'm like, hi, you're right. Tomorrow, EMT <laughs> plus seven. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Why are we continued? The day has passed. Once it got to the stage, right, it was raining outside. Yeah. It was raining. And the guy was like, oh, hi. How's your day been? I was like, oh, just spent the uh, day enjoying the sun. <laughs> got back to me the next day. First of all, you can't even comment on that. You don't even, I'm sure you don't even remember <laughs> no, what the weather is. Yeah, I'm chatting shit because you chat shit to me. Yeah, you didn't comment on it. And he's like, oh, did you go back on, did you go out on bank holiday? Yeah. Did you go KHT? I don't go out enough to know abbreviations, right? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what's KHT? He's like, I don't understand. I was like, I've never heard of KHT, so what is it? Yeah. Gets back to me, like, I don't know, a day later. And at this point, I've really, I've gone to Chelsea, I'm like, oh, this guy's getting on my nerves. How do you tell someone to fuck off without being mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, then he messages me, he's like, you're annoying. <laughs> Are you mad? Can you imagine? I'm annoyed. I was, I, I was actually riding. I was like, I wanted to tell you to fuck off. I wanted to tell you you're annoying. You're telling me I'm annoying. I don't know. Why did it say you're annoying? Because I don't clearly because I don't know what KHT is. Do you know what KHT is? I'm sorry. Like, I googled it. What is it? There is nothing from Google that says it. He said it like it was the most common abbreviation in the whole world. I don't know what KHT is. Just tell me. Don't have to be like coming back and forth. Like yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. confused, at least comment to me in twenty minutes. Don't comment to me in twenty hours. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I sent back a voicemail. I was just like, "You're annoying. You're getting on my nerves." <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't want to type it. And on Snapchat, you know how you can do like semi slides. Yeah, yeah. If you're typing something and someone sees a lot of words, they can be like, "Yeah, yeah." Hear it. That's yeah. Fun. I sent a voicemail saying, "You're annoying." I was like, "Just go away." <laughs> and he was like, "No." He bantered it, you know, like we're friends. We're not friends. And he was like, "No, you sound mad. Um, you sound mad. Um, frustrated. Ha ha." And then he commented on my um story yeah it's question time he's like lol 
I said, no, what do you want? Fuck off. Yeah. I'm not going to need to go away. <laughs> I tried being nice. You need to leave me alone. You got on my nerves. <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. But yet you think you can come at me in a certain way. Exactly. It's, I think like it's about respect. Like, that's that's people temp- like testing your temperature. They're trying to see what can I get away with. If I talk to her this way, she's going to have it. If, if you're not going to have it from the jump, you kind of, you show that there's levels to me. Like, you're not going to come, disrespect me, and I'm just going to be there like, mm-hmm. And I was the person taking L's because this guy had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking L's. I was Bro. trying to be nice. <laughs> and he wanted to come and then just to come and be one idiot. No, no. Nah, we're not doing that. We're actually not doing that. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, okay. Um, What else do I want to talk about? Uh, You've got here... Having a type and how this can be quite detrimental. Um, so a lot of the time people say, like, you know, I have a type. So what does that, what does having a type even mean? Um, and when people talk about, like, the idea of, like, you've, you're attracting trash <laughs> men to you as if you're, like, some trash magnet. So, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of... Uh, like I've heard people speak about this whole thing about attracting trash before and having that mentality of like I have a type or a guy that I go for um so you know when it comes to like attracting trash I don't believe that you attract anything but I do believe that you welcome things into your life so you meet a guy and you know there's one guy in the corner he's a very nice guy you know he might have said hi to you very shy very timid and then you see another guy across the corner and he's like the lead the one all the girls want and my thing was that i always wanted the guy that every girl wanted but the problem that guy that everybody wants he's not going to be the one that's going to be taking you seriously so you have to be at that point that's how you would attract trash because if that person comes up to you to talk to you now you're gonna be like, hey, 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 like, do not, do not, yeah, do not the, uh, all the extra stuff that you really should not be entertaining. Whereas the guy that approached you before, that seemed like he was a nice guy, he wanted to just like talk to you on a calm level, maybe take you on a date. You were thinking, oh no, forget it. He's not really the type of guy that I would, I would go for. And when people say that, what does it, what do you mean by he's not the type of guy you would go for? Um, but at the same time, I believe in not setting just very for true. Like, convenience or the the fact that you don't want to that's be very true like even though your type may not be the type that is but i think like for me i feel like i've got a type of guy that i find attractive mm-hmm. but i don't think that type has a personality trait right 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 you know what i mean like i feel that person like, could physical, be do you think it's physical or what do you mean by you got a type like so like visually yeah yeah, yeah. Like, so like physically you know what type of yeah, guy that you like but i don't or he could be any person yeah he could yeah. have any personality i'm not binding him by like a career or a, a, a you know a personality trait like yeah. just literally you could be anything you want to be but, but this is just generally what i'm attracted to visually yeah fair enough but i do think that there's some girls like it's it's a thing where you could have like two guys and you know this whole thing about like we take things like big dick energy everybody talks about big dick energy or whatever and they construe it into a guy that is not confident but arrogant yeah a guy that is not like i don't know you know like some guys can be cheeky but it's not cheeky actually being really forward and kind of disgusting with it Mm. um and some girls will be like okay so this is you know i'm looking at this type of guy and i'm looking at you know this is probably the type of guy that i will go for 
But when you think about it, there may be someone like that just standing right next to you, but you might need to... I mean, it's not really your position to pull something out of somebody, is it, though? That's the only problem with that idea. But I tried, you know, I actually tried. I tried overlooking physical abilities. Like, I know this guy's probably attractive to other people. But just, just not, not to, me. to me. Yeah. And I'm like... I took his personality and I'm just like, oh, yeah, do you know what? I could... You know, this is a nice guy. But I feel like because I haven't... I'm not attracted to him visually, I've already kind of put him in the friend zone because mm. now I'm seeing this guy and I'm like, we'd be really good friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be really, really good friends, but I don't want to sleep with you. I don't and want to do Plus, that. there is sometimes... I've done the whole, let me compromise. Mm-mm. You know, let me not do... Oh, it looks are not everything. I've done the whole thing and the guy ended up being the same trash that I've taken. Yeah, because it was like, so you've now compromised and said, let me just... Not, not to be rude, let me just like downgrade a little bit. Mm. And now you're... You're even you're even looking like one stupid goat <laughs> because you decided to downgrade, but uh, the guy is like still so changing like nonsense. So I think that is true though. It's about um, like you're right. It's about you know not fearing being alone. Like you're just kind of holding on until you find the right person, the appropriate person for you. And it's better for you to find somebody that you are attracted to in more in more ways than not. Um, so then you're not looking elsewhere as well hmm. because what's the point of getting in a relationship and feeling like you're missing out on something else you see your actual type walking down the street and just like salivating <laughs> and then you look around and you're like oh this guy <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> like, like, there's no point to it I think at the same time like people may confuse their type for what comes to them mm-hmm. so like say if it, he could always look a different way like he could always have a different like physical yeah physical attributes yeah, right yeah. basically but his personality you might get confused and think oh I like a guy who's very forward thinking mm. I like a guy that's a go-getter he's funny yeah but this go-getter funny guy never takes you seriously mm-hmm. he's always disrespecting you yeah and, and you're never his first but you're only his own person yeah priority. but you're always under the misunderstanding that this is the type of guy you like but actually that's just the type of guy that you attract mm-hmm. and that's not because of anything that you're doing in any different way other than there's no self-love you're yeah. not respecting yourself you're not nipping it in a bud when you see these traits and what they do to you yeah you're just thinking oh i like this guy because this is the type of guy that comes to me that's true and you think that and then you're afraid you're that if i do nip it in the bud then oh he gonna take his potential and go elsewhere mm. and i say to all that fuck that potential mm. you know do you know what i mean like I mean, I you kind of described me there because I feel like I like guys who are driven, they're motivated, they want to do things with their lives, and you know nobody's trying to date a bum or whatever. But you know, you meet a lot of these guys that'll be like, oh, like this is another thing that makes me make laugh about social media because we have talked about you know when we social media kind of glorifies really negative attributes um, of people's um, personalities. You meet a lot of guys that will say these things like, you know, if you want a man that is um, going to be successful in the future, be prepared to be alone for the time. Be prepared that he will be always out of the house and always doing something. I understand being a busy human being. We're all busy. Everybody has a job and everybody is working and all this stuff. But I do believe that if somebody is trying to... If somebody approaches you on the level that they are trying to be serious with you or they're on the level that they are at least contemplating something that is going to be taking things to the next level, um, then what do you mean by I don't have time to spend three hours talking to you or I don't have time to take you on a date once or once in a while? If you can't even... I mean, at that point, if you're accepting that, you're basically settling 
for the most I don't even know, like the bottom of the barrel treatment that you could get. Like it's not that he's being disrespectful in terms of like he's calling out your name or stuff, but you're so low in the list of priorities and I'm sure he has he has time for his friends. He has time for to go out and eat and do all this stuff and do shaka around the club and all that <laughs> stuff. But then you for for you for you you'd be saying, Oh, can I, you know, can we spend some time together? Can we do this? Can I have a phone call? Nah, I'm busy. nah, I can't do that. What does that mean? But I feel like Instagram and Twitter are really good at fueling this negative behaviour because like yes. someone could be like, Oh, you know, you make time for the things that are important to you and if someone counting that be like, No, it's not about what's important to me, it's like you have to do I have these I have things. things to do. But then you're like ah, what's that? Like the simple thing, like just communication. Like if yeah. you wake up, I'm sure your whole day is not jam packed with so many things you have 24 to do. Twenty four hours the is whole, what we have. The, the time that you sit down on the toilet. You could, uh, in a little text yeah, yeah. It's, it's not hard it's really, it's not, really hard. not difficult just to show and that's the thing about if you're building a relationship it's about constant um, I don't know I guess it's like constant checking up on each other it's not like I'm going to be every single minute of my day has to revolve around you but in a day like you said drop a text if you can't talk, sorry, babe, I can't talk right now. Can we, like, schedule a day to talk or something? Yeah. Like, there's always, you can be able to compromise. I mean, if the girl's not willing to meet you halfway there, then she's probably irrational herself. But I think that there's a lot of girls out here that are willing to make compromises and say, oh, okay. And especially because everybody, they're in their 20s, they're all making moves to be, um, to do things with their own lives. So nobody's really sitting around, and I hope nobody's just sitting around waiting for a guy to just text them. Um, everyone has a thing to do. So I think that, making time for each other is very important and I think that it is a thing about self-love because if you are in a situation where you keep telling somebody I want this and they cannot give that to you or they are saying for whatever reason they can't give it to you and maybe it might be legitimate it's not always the time that you're there maybe their family life is all all over the place or something and they can't genuinely give you that time then that's perfectly fine you go and sort yourself out and now go and do me for the time being. Uh, eventually, you know exactly. yeah. Because I was talking to a guy. Um, we're not. It's not like we're not friends anymore or anything mm. like that. But I just, I personally, I'm not talking to him right now. Just yeah. because I don't feel like I should have to. Yeah. Because before he was like, because he was at uni and he was in his third year, and it was kind of like, oh, I was in when I was in uni, I was in third year. I didn't have time for any other person. Yeah. And when I came back to London, I only had time for my family. So I understood that, and I was just like, oh, do you know what? It's fine. It's cool. But then I just started to clock, and I was just like, you know, I don't have to be at the mercy of that. Yeah. I, really, I just really don't have to wait for that. And it's like, oh, now you're going on to do your master's. And it's like, oh, you're still up there, right? <laughs> and you've come back to London. Mm. And it's at this point, it's like, you can like a person and make excuses for what they do, but you, your your own life should not be at a sacrifice for exactly. that. So right now, I'm living my life. I will talk to other people. Yes. And if you happen to come back to London, you're like, oh, let's meet up. I'm not going to be petty and be like, no, we're not Yeah, sure at that point, you can entertain it when you're more settled as a yeah. human being. But, like... But at the same time, I'm not waiting don't be, for Yeah, you. don't be stringing me along for, you know, for whatever. I mean, it's, it is this thing about... Yeah, I guess just knowing what you want. Um, another thing about, like, social media that I've noticed is, like, you find a lot of girls saying things like, oh, girls, love yourself, know yourself, blah, 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 blah. And I think that it's quite a... It's basically just become, like... It's a trope that it's recognisable for women. Like, women are... It's put on women. You Mm. should love yourself. You should blah, blah, blah yourself kind of thing. But then we forget that there's, like, some men out there that don't actually love themselves, and that's why they treat certain people the way they treat them. Yeah, we're a consequence of that. Yeah. Because, like, I, I always say with, like... 
guys, when they're in that stage of being young, especially when they're in their early 20s and they're discovering what it means to be a man, mm. they are going out there, some of them, not everybody, some people are going out there, sleeping around with loads of girls, um, exploring themselves sexually, whatever. And I think that that is a physical manifestation of not knowing who you are, not yeah. recognising what kind of manhood you wish to kind of embody what kind of man what values and manhood that you want to take on mm. you take basically what society has pushed on you to you as what being a man is so you think okay let me go out conquer divide sleep with whoever i want but then i guess a lot of people they end up growing out of that and they start to think about the bigger questions about what it means to be a man and at that point all those girls that they've come across previously they've already suffered the consequence of you not knowing who you are as a person you're not loving yourself to even be like, I'm not mixing my energy with all these people. We expect women to have self-respect but and self-love and to care about ourselves internally and to know ourselves internally, but we don't expect the same from men. And I find that very interesting. Like, you don't see a lot of men, except from like, you, if you see a few rappers here and there, like common, who'll come out and say, you know, men, you need to love yourself, you need to like think about you know, your childhood and all this stuff. We don't see a lot of men coming out and be like, men, you need to love yourself. Mm. Like, and the burden always seems to shift towards women. You need to pattern yourself to be able to... Handle them. Yeah, like even that. if it's to call the man out on his bullshit. Why is the man not being... Held responsible. Yeah, be responsible for yourself. Mm. Like, know what you're doing is wrong. You have a brain. You know that you're hurting somebody. And you know that, you know, if you... Well, somebody that really like loved yourself all you would really want to give out to the world is love do you know what i mean it's interesting i find it very interesting there's a guy i call him little man mm-hmm. I, I mean i don't share the nickname and, <laughs> but he, i call him little man and i feel like he's right now you'd think they grow out of it but i feel like he's approaching 30 and he's already got a kid and everything like that yeah but i feel like he's still in that age or that that mentality where he has to prove something that nobody's asking him for. Mm. So, like, say, for example, I know that there's been countless times that he's threatened to hand in his notice or he's had a job to go to and he's going to hand in his notice. Yeah, I've been gone work from work for a long time. He's still there. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you're at this growing age and you've already told me that, like, you graduated from uni a long time ago. You've got this, like, you could get into profession, but you're still here. And, like... He will always come with situations where he should have grown out of this after he had his child, but yeah. he's always talking about his advan- adventures with certain mountain women, like how he's laying it on them or mm. how they're all coming for him and how he's like, he, he'll be like, oh, no, I'm a good boy or I'm a good guy, mm. but then actually he's playing this girl and that Fix girl. Fix Yeah, honestly. Like, first of all, nobody asks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you need to stop, like, putting your insecurities and was it misdirecting it in this way? Like, mm-hmm. because you're insecure in the way you're progressing in your career and your maybe your home life, you're targeting this at women. Yeah. Like, you're targeting this towards women. It's like, it's not... You're taking it out on there. Yeah. It's sort of like fixing yourself. It's very yeah. true. It's like, it's... Okay, so my brother had a friend, yeah? And we were talking about him the other day. He was just like, his friend um, will go out and will, like, rent a Mercedes. Oh, God damn. He will rent <laughs> a Porsche rent a Ferrari, go clubbing in it, and then, like, pick up a girl. And then he said that he will bring these girls back to his house with no bed frame. Oh, a bed is on the floor. There's a bed, a mattress, not even a bed. A mattress oh. on the floor, and these girls will still sleep with him. I mean, like, these girls, yeah, fair enough, you girls, 
that are doing these things because he has a Ferrari that he's now rented and apparently he has like a the house is like quite nice or whatever it just has but no just like, has no, like furniture I don't understand fix your priorities if you love yourself you have too much respect to bring somebody in your house and looking like that like a penthouse with no plumbing <laughs> well, I don't understand like I legit don't get it like if you had enough respect for yourself, you would not bring people in that situation. And the girls that are sleeping with him, what is... I don't, I don't even understand what, what's going on there because what do you think he's going to do for you? He has no mattress. He has no bed frame. <laughs> Simple IKEA. A hundred pounds. talk about Because I'm sure the same guy that stunts like this would still take him on expensive, lavish holidays. Yeah, that's true. Like, take, the them to, take them to the show. Same time he's struggling because all his backlog payments or he can't keep up with the rent That the is car. true. Like, that is very, very true. So in the, in that way, over and beyond. these girls will rinse them. That is true. I definitely agree with that. Um, what else? Oh yeah, so um, I mean, I wanted to touch uh, on about touch on a little bit about um, self love and um, marriages in the church. Oh, How so <laughs> obviously we're taught from when we're young, like oh you know, no sex before marriage. You find the one, and then you know you settle down with your partner or whatever. Um, and I feel like you get to a stage when you start to realise that a lot of these marriages that they that people promote in the church are actually nonsense. Um, you get to, like, an age, you start looking at the people around you, you're looking at, oh, so this one had a wife, but has a girlfriend, they had hmm. a baby on the wife with, and they stuck together because it's God's will. Or, you know, this one is being the crap out of his wife, but she's praying and persevering because it's God's will. Do you know how much any church, it's not just like Christianity. Or all of them. They, how many all churches, religions, yeah, really. all religions. All religions. Protect the man in any relationship. Yes. No matter what tomfoolery he does, yeah. they'll always be like, as long as you pray... You you will overcome. You will overcome. He's beating this, you. You will overcome. He's doing it? this. This you is a overcome. trial for you to that mm-hmm. God has given you. Yes. So that you can, no, no. It's even like I don't know. There's this pastor in America, yeah, that he and his wife came out and said, "Oh yeah, we had." He's like a really big pastor in America. He's like, "Oh, there was an infidelity issue in the relationship, mm-hmm. and it was a woman from the church that ended up sleeping with the pastor." Anyway, um, the man then went on stage at one of the sermons, giving a sermon saying. Oh, the, it's the, the, what's it called? The snake from the garden came and took the apple, blah, 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 blah. Blame all the woman. Like, all these evil enemies die. All these things, yeah. And I was just like, you went and did that. Where's your responsibility? Mm-hmm. And the woman, the wife, she's there on stage supporting him. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, we went through this, blah, 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 blah. But that's why, this is the problem. Like, you guys, a lot of, a lot of people, you hear about them saying, I'm trying to find God, I'm trying to find this. And I think that that is an amazing journey to take. But then in the process of finding God, are you finding yourself? Mm. Are you finding who you are? Are you finding what you're going to respect? God, God may bring a lot of people into your life, but not every single person that, you will, be, that will be brought into your life is going to be the one. Um, on YouTube, there's this girl that I was following... She was talking about how um, she got a vision from God that she was going to marry this guy with a tattoo on his on his arm. And fair enough, I mean, it might be coincidence, it might be whatever. She, she met a guy with a tattoo on his arm and he had been her friend for like a couple of years. And 
she was just like this guy he was like my friend we were really good uh, we were close together we were you know we were really like he was very supportive of her when she was going through like her mental issues or whatever and then she was like when she said to this guy because he would be very flirty and it would been two years they've been doing this he'd be very flirty she said to him now okay I think that I want to try and be in a relationship with you the guy's like, um, you know, I'm not too sure. Let's just see how it goes. How how so. further? <laughs> I'm not too, I mean, if you're by two years of friendship, you know, like they say, best relationships, best relationships start from friendship. So she took it as like, okay, fine, let's see how it goes. So then they start talking on that kind of level. Hmm. But then when they start talking on that level, the guy starts to fall back. He starts to be like not answering the messages. He'll like take a day to respond. And of course, if you know somebody for like two years and they've been there for you the whole time, it's very hurtful. Yeah. And um, she was like, you know, I would pray about it and God will say, keep sticking on. And I was like, that does not sound like God. <laughs> because she was saying all these things like, oh, you know, I'll pray and a voice will say to me, you know, you should keep on going for it. You need one going forward. She was saying that this guy will just not respond to a text message. will say, I'm going to meet, like, literally what you, like, what that guy does to your friend. Mm. I'll meet you up and then flake on the, on the meet up. Mm. Um, being really distant, being really cold to her, kind of ignoring her. She'll speak to the pastor. The pastor will say, keep going on. He might be your husband. It's just like desperation to be, with, to have a husband. Yeah. What is it about, like, to the point that this guy is not treating you right. He's making you cry. He's making you in, like you're in pain because you're in love. You're in love with somebody that doesn't love you back. Simply put, he doesn't love you back, and you're still persevering because it's God's will. Like I've never heard somebody say God ordained somebody for them, and that person turned out to be trash, and God told them to keep on going. <laughs> like. I feel like we ask God for signs. Is he the one? God puts that sign in front of us and keeps putting that sign in front of us. And to the point, he makes the, the situation so uncomfortable for you, you have no other um, option but to get the hell out of the, the situation. And if, you, if, you're, if you're smart enough and you love yourself enough and you're kind to yourself enough and you're forgiving yourself for everything that has done in the past that you let slide, you know that he's not the one. You just let it go. Yeah. And that's the problem with, like these like people that are getting into relationships especially under that religious umbrella and your man is treating you like crap between like dirt and you're just there taking what he's what he's doing to you um it's another thing that i was saying about like people that get married young you get into relationships i know about um three of my brother friends that got married in their early 20s are now divorced because of infidelity what on their part or on the man's part oh, okay. you get into a marriage and sometimes people are going to be upset about this but sometimes I always say that I th- I feel like some people get married just to have sex they mm. get married because it's well the ones that are really strictly like bound really by the Bible religious like yeah the ones that would be like I'm 21 years old what is your purpose okay just because you're young doesn't mean that the relationship will not work mm. but when you're 21 years old you do not know yourself. You get to, you know, there's people who are, they got married in the 20s, then they get to their 40s and they're just like, oh, actually, we ended up growing apart. And why do you end up growing apart? Because when you're at that age, at 20, we don't even know who we are. We're still becoming who we are. We're still figuring out life as we know it. We're still figuring out what do I like? What don't I like? What, who's, who's the type of person? My taste now is not my taste when I was 18 years old and starting university. It's like, it's different. It's just different because you've dated some people, you've seen some people, and you, you realise, okay, this type of person, I don't like it. This type of person, I don't like it. This behaviour, I don't like it. Or whatever. 
and you kind of develop on what you do like. You know what? I'm not sure if my taste has changed. Like, I don't feel... I'm, I don't think my taste has changed. I just feel like what I accept is different. Right, right, So, like, right. I feel like I don't really feel like I've ever been with someone who's 100% my, my ideal. Do you know Type, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of people that I'll be like, oh, that person has a little bit of that trait mm-hmm. or a little bit of this. And I feel like what I've learned through, like, getting older is not to compromise what I want. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I've learned because, like, you take those little things that they may have and then in the end, you're still left with nothing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I don't... I don't like that and also like the way they treat you or not the way they treat me but like just the way they come at you like a lot of immature behaviour yeah. and I don't want to be I'm I'm not entertaining it I really just don't want to entertain it and I do, I do feel like through the whole period of being at uni and getting to this point now there are a lot of traits that I, I can pick up as soon as and like, you, I, you I see, see the it yeah. and I'll be like no I'm not wasting my time here yeah. I'll, I'll cut that's it this is also the thing so um, I, sw- I said this to you before but like if you know better do you actually do better because mm-hmm. I feel like some people will be like oh yeah I can see the traits and it's something that I used to do before I'll see something that about somebody I'll be like hmm I can see that you're probably going to fuck me over somehow but then I, <laughs> I would just be like oh okay I can, I can see it but you know you're so good looking or there's something about the guy that you're just like, okay, I'm going to overlook it. So the whole thing about red flags, um, you're going to overlook it and you're just going to continue. And my excuse always used to be like, oh, I'm young mm. and this is the only time I can I can do these kind of things that are a bit, uh, I don't know, like counteractive to my own mental health. Like, mm. like It's not good for you, but you're thinking, oh, I'm young, so I can do it now. And, you know, I can just get it out of my system and never have to do something like this again. But then you realise that like, the next person that comes along, you're doing the same thing. So at what point do you stop doing the, oh, I'm young, you know, we're just going to figure it out and see what happens kind of thing? Because um, I think a lot of the times, like, we should, we should, like, see certain traits. When you've been in a situation and a guy starts acting a bit wayward, you should be like, oh, I'm picking this up now and I should be taking a step back or even challenging the behaviour if it's something that you want to challenge anyway. I think that... No, it does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, like, from all of these, like, different experiences, I've probably started to look at myself and mm. I'm trying to clamp down on my own toxic behaviour. Mm. Like, I take a lot of people... I don't take anyone seriously. But I, like, I take them as a joke. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm more prone to inter- entertain drama. Mm. So, like, say if I, if I see those red flags, I'll be like, let me entertain this because... I want to see what they're going to... Like, I want to see Where's their level of audacity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, what are we going to do? But I feel like, as I get older, I shouldn't do that because I feel like it, it changes people's perception of me and then I become the, the quotation mark fuck girl. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't genuinely think... I don't want someone to assume for me to be that type... Because I can be a nice person. Mm. I can take you seriously, but if yeah. I see that you're going to try to take me to the idiot, then, you know, then yeah. you entertain this up to that certain <laughs> point. So say, for example, like... Just simple things like clamping down on. Apart from that one situation, giving out your number or your mm-hmm. contact, any type of contact yeah. when you know that this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. So I I went to a house party in the beginning of May, no, the beginning of April. And we went there and it was this guy and he asked me if he could have my number. And because it was a house party and it was my friend's cousin's house party, so everyone she knew was there, but I was kind of like... The, the I was, new person. Yeah, I was yeah. a new person. So I didn't really want to be mean to anyone. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, here you go. Yeah. And then the next day he was like, oh, what are you doing? Are you still in the area? I'd like to take you out, I'd like to take you to dinner. And I was like, mm, let me get back to you. I had 100% no intention of going anywhere. Yeah. But when I was on my way home, I gave him a call and I was just like, 
oh, I'm really sorry. Um, I shouldn't have given you my number when I had no intention of taking it further. I don't want you to take this in any negative way or take offence to this. Mm. But I just thought I didn't want to waste your time yeah. and to think that this is going somewhere. And at that point, he was just like, oh, well, thank you for being honest with me. And it cut. Yeah. And no one had to get dragged along for no stupid thing. No one had to True. go on any dates that no one wanted to be on. But then, I mean, sometimes you'd be like saying to them, I don't want nothing to do with me. And they'd still be like, but... <laughs> they were, okay, so this is actually something like really funny. So I broke out, yeah? Mm. There was somebody that has... I don't remember what, like, if I told you guys. I did tell you guys because I sent you... I don't know if I sent you... So... This guy, I had met him last year okay. at Brackout, when we, when Brackout was at the O2. Oh. So, he wasn't, like, my type. So, the next day, I woke up, you know, when you, like, you had, like, beer goggles on, just collecting numbers, whatever, whatever. Go through all the <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> then it's like, he went to me, and I was just like, oh, okay, no. Um, so, he wasn't my type. So, I was very nice to him. I was like, um, yeah, like, the same thing that you said, I'm really, really sorry um, I don't want to lead you on. I don't want you to be, like, kind of thinking, you know, why is she not wanting to meet up with me? Mm. Uh, I think that we should just, like, let it go kind of thing. And then the guy, he called me, and then he put me on loudspeaker. But mm-hmm. I didn't know he was on... I didn't know I was on loudspeaker. So when he called me, I think that I must have sent the message and kind of forgot about it, and then he called me. And then I was just like, who is this on oh. the phone? And then his friends started laughing. So obviously it's the embarrassment... So this was all last year. That like, it all happened last year. It's all the embarrassment. His friends was like, ha, 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 laughing, laughing, laughing. And I was just like, um, and then he got really angry at me, saying like, like, why are you saying you're trying to draw man out, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff about like, oh, you girls, you're all out here, you know, just talking to different man. I'm not any man yet. I'm not any man. Oh, all these down. things. Like, and I was just like, I did not ask you to give me a call and put me on loudspeaker. What did you think I was gonna happen? Like, what do you think? I already said to you, I don't want to talk to you like that. You should just take it as what it is and collect your bags and leave, yeah? So, anyway, so that happened last year and I thought, you know, that's kind of... He would text me and say... uh, He'll still, like, text me and whatever and I'll be like, if you don't stop texting me, I'm going to block your number. So then he stopped texting me and then the breakout that just happened... I don't know how... I don't know what this guy looks like. He ended up getting my Instagram somehow and then he added me on Instagram and I was just like, ah, this guy... (laughs) They don't learn. This man, <laughs> you do not learn. We're going around in circles. Wow. I tell you, like, you have to love yourself because if somebody's rejecting you, take it as what it is, leave it alone. Rejection is hard. But you have to take the rejection and say, okay, she don't like me, so, but somebody else will. Same thing with you girls. Like, if somebody does not like you, fine, you don't like me. How can you be sitting there and be like, but why? <laughs> like, some girls be like, oh, but, you know, I can do this for you. I can do that for you. It doesn't matter what you can do. Sometimes when someone's not in that place, they're not in a situation to, like, want to be with you, or you're just not the type of person that they... You don't have the attributes of someone they're looking for, and that's fine. You can just collect yourself and, fig- like, you know, figure out what you want for yourself, and then you'll meet somebody eventually that wants those qualities. And I think that a lot of girls do do that when a guy is going to leave and she starts acting crazy. Mm. Like, you're not leaving me. You're not doing this, blah, 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 blah. And that's, I guess that's what we see in, like, in, on TV. Mm. You see the girl that's acting mad. And I guess sometimes men are like, act like mad, mad girlfriends. I don't mm. understand. It makes them want, feel wanted. Yeah, like, she's acting, like, possessive and crazy over you. But this is toxic behaviour. 
being a crazy girlfriend is not something to be glorified. I see too many girls being like, if my man does this, I'm going to slap him in the face. Oh, okay. Why? This you, is so toxic. Did you see the, um, it, well, rather than see it here, it was on, I don't go on Twitter, but apparently there, there was this woman. No. So a friend was voice recording an argument. Yeah. And the girl was in the Oh, the girl beating up her boyfriend. Yeah, he's like, let go of my hair, let go of my hair. Yeah. And she was going mad. Yeah. Like, she was going mad, mad, mad. And I was like, what do you accomplish at the end of that? Exactly. And he's still going to leave you. You're still saying, who is this girl? The fact that you're saying, who is this girl? Your relationship is done. But the thing was, it's done. one of the... So one of the people, so she was catfishing him. So she was pretending to oh, be. Oh, so is he, that what it was? Yeah, so I he, thought he had a like girlfriend. No, no, yeah. So he no, he had he had a girlfriend. Yeah. And then he was messaging a girl that he used to talk to and said, oh, "I miss you, blah blah blah." So she creates a new number pretending to be this guy. I don't know how he never clocked it because how are you getting a new contact? Oh, I see. And she pretends to be him. So he's telling her about how he likes her, how much he wants to be with her. So then she comes out and like, "Who's this girl?" Because all this oh. conversation you've been having with his actual real girlfriend. This is too much effort. It's a lot. Like, it is. <laughs> it's now you just so like a much effort. Like, now you look pathetic for getting yourself into such a situation. Yeah. Because if you just took your L and you're like, you know what? I'm better than this. Yeah. I don't want to be with you no more. But now you're the crazy person. That's mad. I did not know that that's what happened. I thought she just found like some text or something. No, she was the instigator. That's literally he, mad. He obviously stepped outside where he yeah. should have been, but... And the thing that they were young as well, if you're like 18, 19 years old and this is happening to you, please let it go. Mm. Even if you're like under the age of... Actually... At all ages, let it go. <laughs> especially when people are like, I feel like, especially when people are young and you're doing the madness, you're saying your boyfriend has cheated on you 50 times and you're still there. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. I would never get it. Like, because I, I feel like I've been in that situation, but like when I was younger and this was like the, my first boyfriend or whatever, I think I was so gone off the fact that, like, oh, I have a boyfriend. I was willing to tolerate a lot of stuff. Yeah, to keep him there to yeah because you wanted to be there but you think about it yourself is it worth it like every time you're crying because he went to set with somebody else and then you look like an idiot do you know what I mean like you look dumb all you think that like, you look stupid all his friends would be like laughing at you kind of because even if they don't care enough to stop it do they, mm. they they're happy with your friend their friend being a little hoe and if they want to be a hoe leave them to be a hoe innit at the end of the day the fear is if another girl comes along everything that I've been asking for, he'll give it to another girl. Yeah. Why are you thinking like that? Mm. Because at the end of the day, you can take everything that you gave to him and as a good woman that you were and give it to somebody that deserves it. Like, I don't understand. And he will be one that will look dumb, like, will have egg on his face. That girl that he's asking, you know, the bad B that he's after, who knows if she's going to be uh, as kind to him as you were to him funny story remember the the guy and he was just like oh I get one girlfriend and you go to me women are trash uh-huh. and it's like because we went on one date around the same time it came out and there's an it too coming out but that's, just, that's not the point <laughs> and it was it just didn't work out we are just like okay cool but I thought oh we could be like good friends yeah. we could get on so yeah. I'm like I'll keep you around because we'll be good friends but we're not really gonna like take this any further and then all of a sudden he's like oh you look really nice blah 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 what are you doing the ship has sailed yeah. and now you think you can come out with me with banter <laughs> and it, the thing is he was saying some really inappropriate things and it got to a point where I was just like who are you doing this for yeah. if you know you don't have a chance yeah. so why are you looking like a fool especially if you have a girlfriend what, why are you in my DMs 
Exactly. Why, why are you trying to I don't care if you're single. I don't care if yeah. you guys are on a break. I'm not interested. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And now I don't even want to be your friend. Because mm-hmm. if, if you feel like you can have the audacity to do this, then I don't really feel I can trust you as a human being. Yeah. Like your morals are clearly not aligned. Yes. It's not good. I agree. I don't know. These people... I'm not sure if the way I treat guys is mm. a, like, a consequence or an act due to whatever I experienced as a child. I'm not sure if it's related to that or, like, my relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. But I just can't take them seriously. Yeah. Until, like, for example, I don't like this wishy-washy. Like, you need to be black and white, basically. Mm. And if you're not trying to... If you stop talking to me because you don't feel like the way I'm interacting with you is enough... I'm not going to push it further. I'm not going to come back to you. Like, yeah. then, you know that push and pull thing? That doesn't work with me. Right. If you're pulling away, that's it. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's kind of like I need to work on respecting guys, I guess. Oh, okay. Kind of like treating them more human, which mm-hmm. is why I've tried to do this whole not not leading people on or giving them thoughts. But then it's what you said before to um, when we had the conversation, you were like, it's also about what you see. It's, it's a bit to do with anxiety, what you mm. see in society. Yeah. And, Relationship, yeah. you see, you've seen these things that where things people, yeah, that like people are not kind. Someone's been there for you for years, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're cheating on somebody. Like why? And then that kind of you internalize that, and then you see, you say to yourself, okay, so if somebody can hurt me that bad, I don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it kind of makes you shut down yeah. emotionally to people. So it. It is, I mean, it's, I guess in that sense, it's just society. It's not necessarily, like, your household or your upbringing. It's just what you've seen living life as a person. I don't know. But even for, like, the guy that I did like or like or like right now, yeah. everyone was telling me, oh, you need to be, like, you need to tell him. You need to... <laughs> am, I, am I a mug? And why am I pouring out my heart for you to come back and be, like, lol or okay? Or, do you get what I mean? Like, we're but, not having a conversation. Yeah. I mean, like, but the things, like, with... I don't know. I feel like I'm very... Maybe because I'm a Pisces. I'm very, like... And... Um, I'm very expressive. Mm. If I like somebody, I'm just going to tell you I like you. Mm. Simple as. I'm going to tell you I like you. Now, if you decide you don't like me back, okay, it can't hurt. <laughs> but we don't get over it. <laughs> but it, it's the things that like, I'll always communicate. But I think it's dependent on the type of person you are. Like I said, I feel like you're more of a... Closed off person. Like my star sign like plays a bit. I'm Gemini, so yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you're a more, more of a you're cautious. I think that's the that's the right word. Yeah, you're more cautious, cautious yeah. so you don't put yourself out there unless you know it's a thing that's going to be maybe solid, mm-hmm. something that like could be potentially going somewhere. And it also depends, like you said, it's dependent on the kind of situation that you're in with that person. If that person is leaning in a way that they are being, you say that you like black and white. If they're leaning the way that they are black and white, and I think that you would be responding the same way. Mm. But if that person is doing grey, silver, whatever, whatever, <laughs> then you're you're looking at it and you're just like, this is a bit murky. Mm. I don't want to go out there and put myself out there for a murky situation just to come out and be hurt. Yeah, it's true. And I would never lie. Like, if you ask me a question, but like, oh, do you like me or would you like to do this? I'd say yes or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're never gonna, you're never comfortable to get to that situation. I don't see why I should bother trying to give an answer. I agree. I agree. I, I can see where you're coming from. Because we're clearly one. not compatible in that sense that we can't have a simple conversation. Yeah. And you're not ever gonna try and understand what I'm saying or try and express yourself. So I don't feel like even if we've got a to level a point of where seriousness. Yeah, we're not ever yeah. gonna be compatible in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick, man. I mean, talk about compatibility. That's a, that's an important one. Sometimes when you're chasing something. 
and you're chasing something and then you think to yourself like oh like so there's someone's like hurting your feelings like really really bad and you're like really into them and then you're just like I don't even know why I like this guy he's not even that good looking he's not even you know he might not be like that good in bed or he's not like that great in, in, um, in entertainment like having a conversation with him is not dead. is a bit dead <laughs> but you, you have to think to yourself why do you like this person yeah, how did you get this far what is it <laughs> what is it it's just like he's available and he's giving you the attention mm. and without his attention you feel like you're bored mm. are you with him because of your bored sometimes it's literally boredom do you know how many times I've had to come, like tell people about themselves for getting into relationships because they're bored yeah they always come back to me and they're like oh I'm not happy or oh this person gets my nerves I'm like but you did this to yourself yeah like they're just there you're just there you guys are two single people you're just like oh okay like, let me just be in a relationship with and you and you know what's worse here when you get dumped when you, when just because you've dated someone because you're bored so like you're you're the one that's compromising you're yeah. the one that's taking another L mm-hmm. and then they're the ones that turn around they're like oh sure, I don't think this works out yeah look at yourself yeah. now yeah <laughs> two L's <laughs> two L's <laughs> you double the L <laughs> Mess. No, it's actually a mess, man. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, then? let's wrap it up, man. Well, thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening <laughs> to our conversation. <laughs> and we'll try and come back again. <laughs>